0: Namaste, it's Renee, and welcome to my podcast, Peace, Love, Abundance. Today, I got to interview Dulce Mia Warren. She is someone that I got to know through teaching yoga, and we were kind of instant friends. In yoga, it's amazing that I get to meet so many amazing people, and these people, not only are they my students, but... They become really good friends, and I'm just really thankful for everyone who's crossed my paths. And Dulce, though, I have to say, is super special to me with everything that's gone on in her life. And in her interview, she shares with us her diagnosis with MS, living with MS, And even how a combo of modern medicine plus nutrition keeps her doing what she loves, which is running and yoga and just being very much a part of the community even. She really gets out there, loves people, loves her dog. She really doesn't let anything stop her. And she also has a PhD in nursing research. And I am just in love with her. She's an inspiration to us all to know that we don't have to let pain or a diagnosis stop us from accomplishing whatever it is that we seek. And I really think we just need to let her tell her story. She tells it better than I do. So without further ado, let me introduce Ms. Dulce Mia and her thoughts on health, nutrition, and life. Hello, Dulce. How are you today? I'm well, hello, happy Monday. Yes, Monday it is. (laughs) Um, So I did a brief introduction before the podcast started or before this interview started, but I would love to hear from you a brief introduction of who you are and what you do and
1: all that wonderful stuff. Um, Well... I guess for work, I've been a nurse for a very long time. I'm a women's health nurse practitioner, not practicing, but I've had that um, emphasis in my career for a very long time. Big big women's health advocate and advocate for vulnerable populations. Um, I currently work for a large school district and I wear a lot of hats. One of them is the infectious disease nurse. So that was a big part of my day today. Um, and otherwise I consider myself a runner. I love art and, um, yogi in spirit. I don't do really well with my current practice. Um, but that can always come back. And I guess, um, yeah, those, those are the things that sum me up, um, overall.
0: And I always like to ask people. Um, what their peace, love, and abundance is. So what is your peace?
1: I think it varies day to day, but the big one is just um, feeling peace in my body and spirit. So I try every day to do things that help me feel calm throughout the day or by the end of the day. And Another thing that brings me peace is just being in touch with my body, and I'm really peaceful when my body feels good. Some days I have a lot of um, pain or muscle spasms. So a peaceful day is one that's calm in mind and spirit. And then your love? I feel loved every day by a lot of people. I try to send out love so I can receive it. And um, my dog gives me love. My family. I have really special friends that send me love. One sends me a text every morning, so it's always a wonderful way to start my day.
0: Right, and abundance.
1: Oh, that's a hard one. I think just living here in this state and this country with the beauty that we have. Even when the weather's not good, it's still a beautiful day. I have lots of things to be thankful for, running water, freedom. So I think many things give me abundance each day. It's hard to pick just one, but definitely freedom and where I live.
0: Nice. Yes. Colorado, that's how I know you is because I'm from Colorado and there's days where I miss it. But when I was in Colorado, there was days when I missed Hawaii. (laughs) Well, that is what the difference. Right. When I'm rich and famous, I'm going to have
1: a house in both places. Great. That's a good plan. I like that. I'll do that too. Right. <laughs> we'll share. We'll share oh. both. <laughs> oh, right. I like it. Um.
0: All right. So, Delsa, you and I met through yoga. You were coming to my classes, and it was a definitely instant friendship or connection, and that common ground and. Being kind of like minded. And that's one reason why we're here today because we've kept in touch all these years. But one day, uh, by chance, we ran into each other at Whole Foods around lunchtime and we got to have an unplanned lunch together. And during that lunch, we discussed quite a bit about food and even food intolerances and allergies and how even this doesn't just affect people to where you need an EpiPen. You know, it's not always anaphylactic shock or your throat closing up, but you can have several symptoms. But you and I discussed about these journeys and these epiphanies that we were having in our bodies when we ate certain foods. So started making these connections and um, also talking to you Got the, you know, the deeper sense that there was possibly something else going on in your body. And then a few months later, I learned about your diagnosis of MS and it kind of all came together and made sense a little bit. While it's not um, great news to have delivered to you, there's also a little bit of comfort in knowing your why and what was going on. But without me talking about that, how about you go ahead and let us know how your diagnosis came about and and that journey?
1: Yeah, so as you mentioned, I had a lot of food allergies, and they weren't just intolerances or stomach aches. There there was definitely that and a lot of bad GI symptoms and skin issues, but there was also facial swelling and some airway issues where my throat would feel swollen when I ate certain things, even like quinoa, um, things that should be healthy for you, but for me, they're not. So I knew something was up with my body, not liking things that should like. And um, so when I noticed something was wrong that led me to my diagnosis with MS, it was that my fingers went numb. That was about on a Monday. And by the end of that week, my entire hand was numb, and it felt like it was on ice. It was really strange. And it felt like um, I couldn't use it very well. Typing was a little difficult, and I just wasn't sure. And I remember uh, a coworker walking by, and he commented on me wearing a glove on my left hand because my hand felt cold. And I said, yeah, my hand's really numb. I don't know what's wrong. So then... A few days later on a Sunday, I woke up and not only was my hand numb, my uh, body was numb on the left side and I felt just really foggy and like I was sick and I wasn't sure what was wrong and my hand still wasn't working very well, like going to grab something and I couldn't or I felt clumsy with my hand, so it was strange and then um, I still didn't know what was wrong and then the next day on a Monday, I emailed the doctor and uh, told her exactly what I told you my hand felt like it was on ice the left side of my body was numb but otherwise it felt fine but I didn't know what was wrong and she told me that I could be stressed and that I should get an adjustment and a massage and then I felt stupid and confused and I thought well I don't know what to think so I still uh, delayed getting seen because of all of those experiences, um, and when I did get seen later that week, the doctor did some assessments, and um, we found that I couldn't touch her finger um, with my left hand. I kept trying, and I kept missing, and I couldn't touch my nose, and I kept trying, and I kept missing, and that was really strange, um, obviously, and so she sent me in for a stat MRI that night, and I found out the next day that I had demyelinating lesions, which means most likely MS, and then I had confirmation with an additional MRI the following week so from then I got worse before I got better but it's been a long two years and it's been very interesting but going back to what you said um, earlier it helped all of my symptoms with my allergies and some other things I had experienced in the past um, all come together it was an instant puzzle assembly um, with the diagnosis so wasn't a happy day when I found out that it was a day that made everything make sense. I was like, gosh, I'm not crazy. Something was wrong, and I, was, I wasn't wrong. I, I knew something wasn't right with my body.
0: Uh, Dulce, can you share with us uh, your balance between nutrition and some Western medicine and how you maintain being able to run and enjoy your life on a daily basis?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, So my nursing practice is similar to how I guide my own health, and that is with a holistic approach. So I always try to consider the whole person, and and I feel like I'm no different. So I do get a medication that is twice a year. It was a pretty big decision for me to go on it. It took me two months to make that decision after my diagnosis, um, just because I thought, should I... Should I try medicine? Does that mean I'm giving up on natural modalities? And in the end, I thought, no, I'm just going to take a holistic approach and do it all, and with no on insurance. So I do the medicine twice a year. It's an all-day procedure, um, all day long, like seven a.m. to four. It's very long, but I have to be hooked to an IV. Um, and then I I run, walk um, 15 to 20 plus miles a week, and I also eat with a heavy emphasis on nutrition. So I follow something called the Walls Protocol, and it's after a physician who has MS called Terry Wills. And she has a story and she has books, but basically when she changed her diet to what she now calls the Walls Protocol, she saw a dramatic improvement. And the basis of her diet is to feed your body on the cellular level. And her first book was called Nighting. Minding your mitochondria, um, so the vitamins she recommends and the whole foods diet she recommends with specific amounts of greens, um, silver-rich vegetables, and certain types of fruits are all designed to feed your body on the cellular level and decrease inflammation. And with MS, the main um, cause of damage to the nervous system is rooted in inflammation, so in theory, if you can decrease inflammation, you can decrease your um, risk of future attacks. So I do the food and I do the exercise, and I do the medicine, and I really try to protect my sleep and stress levels, and and um, make time to do some things. So all of those are really holistic and healing things um, that I try to maintain so I stay well.
0: Yeah, it's a lot, but. I'm pretty sure that it's worth it because, um, even myself at the level of my health and what I feel in my body, I have found that taking the time to take care of myself is worth it in the long run. Mm-hmm. Cause when I'm sick all the time, I don't get anything accomplished either. So.
1: Yep. <laughs> and even more so for someone with MS, everybody's different. Um, Fatigue seems to be a pretty common thing. That's certainly true with me. So, I do take specific vitamins that help with my fatigue. Um, biotin is one of them. Hopefully, not placebo, but if it is, whatever, then I have better hair and nails. But, uh, right. So, Mind, mindset yeah. goes a long way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Whatever's working, it's working. So, it's working, and I feel good. And I encourage all people to take whatever holistic approach they think would work so no matter what your health status is MS or not exercise eating well and sleeping um, are all part of a good healthy lifestyle
0: right so you definitely you and i have discussed before that your your food allergies are still a separate part of the ms however the food allergies if they flare up can sometimes aggravate the ms
1: Yes, um, because of the inflammation. And and that's true. So there are foods that I don't eat that would be natural anti-inflammatories because I'm allergic to them. There's a lot of really good foods I'm allergic to. Tomatoes, pineapple, rice, oats, even some nuts and some types of fish. So I have to be really careful. So. Again, it's that full-scope, holistic approach. Um, it may be good for everyone, but it's not good for me. So I just have to eat foods that keep my body calm. Right.
0: Did you do allergy testing to figure out what those specific foods were?
1: Or did this take a lot of journaling? Or oh, It was um, all of the above. So I wasn't really sure what was happening when I had a lot of stomach aches and felt dizzy. And... Um, when I finally got swelling of my lips and nose and one side of my face I knew it was a food allergy. So I thought, Oh, so I had uh, blood testing and then skin testing. And then I did uh, individual food testing. So I'd eat something and write down what I ate and when, and if there was a response or not. So then I had to go through each separate food that I tested positive to, um, and make sure it was safe to eat. So yeah, journaling a lot of it, a lot of documenting. Um, so I cleared a lot of foods I wasn't sure about, and then it did validate that I do have allergies to a lot of, um, foods like coconut. Coconut's so good for you, and I can't eat that because I get heist and I get dizzy, and, um, it's just not good.
0: Bummer. I'm yeah. I, luckily, I have so several. I have several nuts I can't eat, but I can have coconut, thank goodness. Nice. I can, it's I can so actually good for have, you. Right. Mm-hmm. I can have peanuts and coconut because technically they're not a true like tree nut, like what an almond and a mm-hmm. cashew and such
1: are. Yeah, no, they're great for you. And coconut specifically is a big part of the Walls protocol because of the type of fat it is, but that's off the list for me. So I eat a lot of others. I know, I eat a lot of other things, so that one's off the list, but um, I can still eat most of what she recommends. Right, so that,
0: right. Yeah. It is interesting because, as you know, too, a lot of, um, like, paleo and stuff refers to using almond milk and everything, or even almond flour to be gluten-free, mm-hmm. and I can't do almonds. Can you do almonds? Yeah. Wow! Yeah, you can do almonds. I can't do almonds, but yeah, a lot of gluten-free alternatives are almond flour and such. So, yeah, I end up cooking for myself a lot too because I can't just go buy most gluten-free, um, yummy things. All right. So, anyways, uh, back on track here. So, yeah, definitely. Do you have a message that you would you would like to share? Maybe to fellow ms people or just even fellow autoimmune could you speak yeah. to even that
1: or yeah. whatever you're comfortable with i think so uh, you know this this journey of ms has um been two years officially that i've known about it but when i think back there's there's been something wrong with in my body with the, the food allergies or a lot of digestive issues for many more years and The number one thing that I've identified that has helped me is what I eat. Um, What I eat makes me feel better or it makes me feel worse. And so I really encourage people to think of food as medicine and how, even though you can't change your diagnosis, you can affect how you feel each day by choosing the foods you eat. So we all know that being at a healthy weight makes you feel good, it's less stress on your um your body, but it also less stress on your immune system. So I encourage people to take power and control over in areas where they can. And that doesn't mean you don't eat things that are on the naughty list. I eat dairy sometimes and when I do I enjoy it, but it just means most of the time doing the right thing and knowing that you can put some control back in your life. I feel like the biggest thing that People with MS and other autoimmune diseases um, feel is out of control, and they feel like giving up because this diagnosis happened to you. And um, I certainly have symptoms every day, so it's not like I'm someone who had an attack of MS and now I'm normal. I'm not every day. I cannot forget that my left, um, the left side of my body is still numb. My hand still doesn't work 100%. My feet are always numb. I get foot drop, so I can't forget, but I try to have a positive mindset and a positive movement forward every day, doing what I can do when I feel good to take control back. And for me, that's a lot with diet and walking. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Accepting love and help from
1: your community. Yeah. I think it being open to receiving and um, just being okay with being okay. So Yeah. I think there's a lot to be learned and that's just not with a perspective from having a chronic disease, but I think just in general that comes with age. Um, (laughs) Right.
0: Last time, last time we spoke, you had a quote, something like you, you get
1: what you give. Yes, You, you get what you give. I think, yes, that's kind of what I try to live with. So, you know, if I tried my best Uh, throughout each day or at the end of the day I think did I did I try to do the right thing did most people feel better in my presence did I um, share too many thoughts that were negative Um, did I send out good things into the world that day because hopefully they'll be kind and helpful back I think it's just a good way to live
0: I like I like it ever since you mentioned (laughs) it (laughs) You get what you give, and that's just been on my mind for the last week since we last right. spoke. <laughs> so you should try to give out good things or you'll get it
1: get not good things back. So it's a history. Right. Um and nobody's perfect, but you should at least try to do more good than harm. I agree. Um
0: all right, Dulce, is there anything else you want to share? Um
1: I don't think so, really. I, I think just Hang in there if you have an autoimmune disease um, or if you don't, life is hard enough without one. So if you don't have one and you have tummy problems or problems with your diet or you're struggling in some way, just see what you can control. We can all control our breathing and our movement and what foods we choose to eat. So start small and um, love yourself. Thank you. You're supposed to break. I, oh, I guess final thoughts is after this diagnosis, I thought if I had known sooner, I might have been more kind to myself in regards to my physical abilities, with not running fast enough or not feeling well some days. I just would have been So I think everyone should be nice to themselves too. <laughs> right. Self compassion,
0: self love. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dulce, for being here.
1: Thank and you. My pleasure.
0: And uh, I look forward to maybe we can uh, do something else together soon. That
1: would be wonderful.
0: I hope you have a great evening. So, yeah, peace, love, and abundance to you,
1: my love. Peace, love, love and abundance to you, too.
0: Bye. Bye. Wow, isn't Dosa just amazing and definitely a role model for getting out there and doing what you love and appreciating life daily. Also, taking notice, listen to your body and the little signs and signals that it gives you, you need to be on top of it because it could definitely be something you're eating. And as she even stated, and something that I often state a lot is, you can think you're eating healthy, which most of us are trying our hardest to eat clean. But if your body doesn't like rice, wheat, oats, a couple of the other things that she mentioned, then if it's not right for you, it's not right for you. You have to listen to your body and, and figure these little things out. I myself can't eat seven varieties of lettuce, watermelon, plums, and the list really goes on for me as well. I... Praise anybody who's eating clean, but if you're still having signs and signals in your body of something not feeling right or something is off, any kind of pain, then dig a little bit deeper. So there are methods and ways out there of narrowing it down because seven varieties of lettuce, come on, now that's thought to be very healthy, but it's not healthy for me as an individual. I'm speaking for myself here. But if you have things going on in your body that just don't seem right, there is help out there. Our society and our our generation, we have so much available to us to test our bodies even and figure this out or even journaling. Journaling is a great way, writing down what foods you eat daily. And as she said, some of the things that she has allergies to or is sensitive to are some of her favorite foods. So take a look at the things that you eat every day and maybe take a break from some of your favorite foods. Anyway, this is where I want to leave you today. Thank you to Miss Dulce Mia for stopping in and sharing her story with us. And thank you for being here. If there's anything I can help you with, contact me. My website is www.renestall.online. I'll put this in the show notes. Through there, you can contact me in email or even leave some comments in the reviews. And I am happy to help you, be here for you, or even interview. If you think you have a story you want to share and tell that goes along with my podcast, get a hold of me. Thank you again for being here. Peace, love, abundance, and namaste.